You're listening to The Wet Spot, hosted by Passion Poet, a safe space for our tears, sweat, and sexuality. Passionate Words Editing Services is a one-stop shop for all your editorial and authorial needs. We take your book from conception to completion, holding your hand all along the way. We provide manuscript preparation, several levels of editing, book formatting and typesetting, including cover design. And we even assist you in uploading your finished book to Amazon. At Passionate Words, we believe that words are a writer's currency. Let us help you spend yours wisely. Contact us today on Instagram at passionate.words.editing or by email at passionatewordsediting at gmail.com and let us start you on your journey today. Do you want to become a sponsor of the wet spot or to donate to help this wet spot go further? Well, here's how you can do it. If you want to become a sponsor of an episode or several episodes, you can hit me up at the wet spot podcast, one word, the wet spot podcast at gmail.com, and we can discuss how you can become a sponsor. If you want to donate a love offering or some just a gift to the erotic empire and the wet spot itself, hit me up in my PayPal. Just send a, just send something to paypal.me that's paypal.me slash erotic empire one word paypal.me slash erotic empire and just give a love donation I would really appreciate it and that will help the wet spot and the erotic empire go so much further so thank you so much and let's get wet are you ready to get wet welcome to the wet spot poetry segment let my voice touch you in ways that will make you curl and go Yes, let's get wet. Elixir. Let me drink the elixir of the goddess, dripping slowly from the chalice between spread legs. Raising your hips, I sip reverentially, taking the holy sacrament of Kum Yun Yun. Seeking the elusive spark of kaleidoscopic enlightenment, I lose myself in the ingestion of your essence, closing my eyes, letting you fill me. The burn of devotion searing throat more than the finest liqueur, yet just as potent, sipping the fiery potion, warping perception, reality twisting along with the intoxicated. Let me drink the elixir of the goddess, dripping slowly from the chalice between spread legs. Raising your hips, I sip reverentially, taking the holy sacrament of Kum Yun. As you come on my desire, I seek the elusive spark of kaleidoscopic enlightenment. I lose myself in the adjustments of your essence. Let me taste you. Mmm. Yes. Welcome to the Wet Spot interview section where we expertly marry erotica and education. We connect with awesome people who have awesome stories. Let's get wet and get deep. Welcome to <laughs> welcome to the wet spot. This is Passion Poet for another week. Yes, I've been off 
I've been off on, um, I guess you could say, vacation for a little while for a hiatus and now starting back again. I um, I have a really special guest on today. I am. Um, we met in like we met online in 2014 or around that because I remember I actually have one of her one of her books. I think it's probably the last book. We will discuss I, I, um, Erotic Bloom, and uh, she's a she was a spoken word artist, a poet, and um, and obviously an author. And getting into some really great stuff online. Karma Eve, how are you doing today? Hello, hello. Can you hear me good? Yes, I can hear you quite fine. Thank you so much for being perfect. Fine. Perfect. It has been since twenty fourteen. Yes, that. I know, right? It's been a long, long time. Yeah, time goes by fast. <laughs> Believe that. It's been a very, very long time. So I mean, and I, I wasn't even sure until I picked up the book. When I picked up the book and looked at the, at the, you know, the fact you signed it for me. You, you know, it's June, June of twenty fourteen. Oh my gosh! Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess we have to go with it then, huh? <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. How are you doing? I am doing fabulous. I am doing absolutely great. I know that we're all still battling uh, COVID and everything that's come along with it. But mm. I think I've gotten over that hump of everything that we went through in 2020. And I am in a really good spot. So thank you for asking. Well, no problem at all. I'm really, really glad. I'm really glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear you. Um, yeah, we, 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 over the years, we, we spent a lot, we, we communicate with each other on, in one DM or the other WhatsApp or Instagram. But this exactly. is one, this one, one of the first times in a long time we we're actually hearing each other um, by voice. So I'm really glad you're here. Tell the people about yourself, tell them who you are. And uh, I hope my my intro did you justice. <laughs> Thank you so very much. I'm always intrigued to find out what others will say about me. So whatever people say, as long as it's good, I'm good with it. But <laughs> my name is Karma Eve. I am a former erotic spoken word artist. I say former because I no longer perform. I haven't performed in some time. Mm. I stopped performing back in... Oh, oh my goodness! That year, it had to be in 2014. It had um, to be. It had to be because I think, yeah. I think when we, I think when we, um, you had just went into your hiatus when you sent me the book. Okay, I went back to school and mm -hmm. I obtained my first degree, my bachelor's degree, and then I took a ride again on the academic journal journal journey, and mm -hmm. I obtained my second degree, my master's degree. And so I have just been going to school back to back to back to back for some time now, but I am still under the erotic umbrella. I oh. have started a brand new project that I think you and I are going to be talking about. Yes, yes, yes. I, we, we, but before we get into that, tell us about your website the chocolate cocaine um the chocolate cocaine brand because i i love i love the i love chocolate i love chocolate and i <laughs> i've never had cocaine but i get the point so yes, yes. That, it, ties, it ties into everything it ties into yes. the erotica and everything exactly exactly i have a blog that i call chocolate cocaine and you can find it at chocolate hyphen that little dash mark in the middle. So chocolate hyphen cocaine dot com. Um, I try to write about black erotic history. So mm -hmm. I don't write often because when I do, I want it to be something that the readers will definitely enjoy and learn from. So I pick quality over quantity for this particular outlet that I have. But Chocolate Cocaine is a lot about your erotic history, 
Um, for example, there were some things that I was happy to find out all those years that we've been looking at the Playboy bunny outfits. There was a black fashion designer. Her name was Zelda. She was sought after and commissioned by Hugh Hefner himself to design the Playboy bunny outfits. And so we never would have known that, of course, because they are definitely not speaking on an erotic or a sexual level in schools, but mm-hmm. we don't learn about a lot of Black history, especially here in the United States. They don't give us that. But it was just nice to learn something like that. Um, and there are some other, I think, tidbits in Black erotic history that people would enjoy if they visit the site. Right. I mean, the... Um... One in one of the one of the things that I want to do with uh with the wet spot, I, I say all the time the wet spot is um is a mix of a perfect marriage of erotica and education. So yeah. in truth and in fact, this is a perfect this is something perfect to talk about. Um, because what I didn't even know, you know, I didn't even know that, you know, and yeah. I'm sure most people, most people didn't. And as you say, erotica is not something that is taught or, or spoken of in any good light in school. Um, but these are things that, uh, these are things that, uh, that should be explained and taught. And especially from a black perspective, because, exactly. um, because we as black people, all the misrepresentation or underrepresentation is very real all over the world, but it is very much is very 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 real on the internet, and exactly. and you you would go as a black creative. Um, this is not specific to erotica, specific uh, not specific to erotica now, but you would go as a black person as a black creative, and you put you put a uh, and you put something about um, and you want to see black people. And you Google it and you'll search it, you search and search and search and search and search, and you will not find a black person. It's very difficult. Yeah. And but then a part of what? I was gonna say a part of the reason that I do that is because as a black woman, we have a lot of labels placed on us, especially once again being over in the United States. We get labeled really hard from slavery. Up until today, we have so many labels placed on us. But the reason I focus on the Black erotic history is that I'm also trying to find women from the past who have done some amazing things and who are standing strong in their sexual power. And so I want other Black women of today to know that this isn't something new, what you're feeling, what you're thinking, what you would like to do or go through and try with maybe a lover. Also, for those who listen to music, there are some things that some of our past Black artists were saying and doing. People think last year's WAP with Cardi B and Megan the Stallion was surprising. They need to figure out who Lucille Bogan is. I talked about her on Chocolate Cocaine as well. And she is an amazing, amazing uh, blues singer from the 20s and the 30s that was very raw, very real. She had a song called The B.D. Woman. B stood for bull and D stood for dagger. <laughs> I'm sorry, correct. <laughs> bull Dyke Woman. That was the name of it. And so for her to even discuss that type of sexuality back then and, and to play it in a song, that was amazing. And so I tried to hit points of that nature with those that I find that fall under that erotic umbrella. Um I've discussed Lottie the Body Grave. She was an amazing woman who was making money, big money as a dancer, not just a stripper, but she was she was doing a lot. And she just recently died within the last year. So it's um it's an amazing site. Like I said, I don't want anybody to think, you know, I'm posting weekly or anything, but I do want people to know that this information is there. And we need to learn more about it and we need to be able to stand strong in who we are, not only as a black community as a whole, but especially for us as black women. Yes. Yes. I mean, as I was as I was about to say, like speaking, speaking, going back to the Google thing temporarily, we're talking about adding, you know, you searching for black people. But when you when you add 
Like when you add um, sexuality to that to that Google site, to that Google search, you are you talk about labels, right? Oh my god! You, <laughs> when, when, if I want, if I am a creative, and I want, a, and I am an erotic creative, and I am looking for a stock image of a beautiful black woman that oh I want god. to put onto my onto my site, it is going yes. to be impossible to find. However, exactly. I'm gonna find I'm gonna find all sorts of people, all sorts of degrading things where where yes. women are called sluts and whores yes. and, and this and the next. And not to not that I have an issue with sluts because you can take that uh, there are many people who have taken that word and reclaimed it as a positive thing, you right. know, the ethical right. slut, one of the one of my favorite books. But but just from a societal perspective. You cannot find a a, cop, a a comfortable black woman in 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 mainstream in mainstream, and so I'm very very glad that you're doing this because it opens up that avenue of recognition for right. black black women and, and and getting rid of getting rid of the stigmatization of sex in and black women. I mean, like I say, yeah. I it, 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 you know when I when I created. Uh, you know, everybody who's listened to this to the show often enough knows that this the wet spot was started on a whim. It was started just uh, because I really I just wanted to start a podcast or had been uh, inspired to start a podcast, but really didn't expect. I don't. I wasn't know. I didn't know what I was getting into. But we've been we've just passed two years, and two years going through. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it took a little break because I mean, two years often, two years pretty much with only one or two weeks break in between. You know, I said, all right, let me take a little vacation. Right, <laughs> right, right. Self care is important. Self care is definitely important. Yeah, so I said, let me take a little break, vacation from the from the site. Plus, two, I've started uh, my own business, so um, you know, uh, focusing a lot on the on getting clients for the editing business and stuff like that. But you know, now I've said, okay, it's time to get back on the horse. Time to push and get uh, and get the wet spot going again. But yeah, I mean, the reason for the wet spot's existence is similar. I want people, especially women, to feel comfortable in their sexuality and yeah. and and a place where they can uh, have that conversation, have that have that being have that comfort about about themselves. And so, this is a great resource that I'm going to consistently plug. You know, somehow, you know, I'm definitely going to consistently plug it because we as black people and women of color and of all races need to understand who they are, you know, and then just like how, you know, people talk about how, how many, how many leaps and bounds black people um, have done, like in terms of the inventing of things like, like the comb and peanut butter, all these things. Um, the, that 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 black people have done, we don't even realize that black people have done. From an erotic standpoint, from an sensual standpoint, there have been strides, as you've been, as you've noticed, and if you, as you as you've said in, on on your on your um, blog, strides in sensuality made by black women that we need to 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 highlight. So I'm like definitely gonna plug it. We can talk off air about if if you want to sponsor a couple episodes of the show. Sure. That, that way you get your you know we consistently put the name of um uh the erotic um empire alongside uh, chocolate cocaine and alongside karma eve to push the things right, that you right. push you know we're gonna get into what you've been doing um in terms of the thank you mom book we're gonna let you talk about that now because that's really interesting to me um so you know but this this to segue into that again <laughs> we are you know we're talking about the things that women have done in terms of and in terms of their sensuality now um the thank you mom book i'll let you discuss i'll let you tell yes. us about that but yeah. for sure, I love the idea of 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 the older black lady, the older black woman, yes. <laughs> to her sensuality for us cougars, for for, for us cubs. Sorry, because you know, I, I, for the cubs to come along, and say, look, I, I I'm getting ahead of myself. Tell us about the the, the projects you have. <laughs> 
<laughs> sure, I'll be more than happy to. So I came up with an idea because I was, I'm an older woman. Um, I am now, I just turned 51 years old this April, this past April. And last year when I hit 50, my sex drive like shot through the roof. Well, I thought it was a temporary thing. I thought maybe it was hormones, the weather. I didn't know, you know, yeah. just, just a feeling, but it stayed with me. So a year later, I'm still feeling like I am going to throw the next man down on this ground and something's going to happen. I'm going to get arrested. But, <laughs> but I was questioning, am I the only one feeling this way? Is, is this the way we're supposed to feel? We're older. And you hear certain things as you're getting older, but no mm -hmm. one ever really speaks on it truthfully. And mm -hmm. so I wanted to ask other Black women, and this is no disrespect to any other you know, race of women, but mm -hmm. sometimes we need to know for ourselves. So I wanted to ask other Black women, hey, how's your sex drive? But I knew I couldn't walk up into a group of <laughs> Black women that didn't know me and just say, hey, how's your sex life? How's your sex drive? How you feeling? Yeah. So I decided to come up with the book called Thank You, Ma'am. Mm -hmm. And it is a play off the, the phrase, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. I figured the wham, bam part was in our 20s and our 30s. And the thank you, ma'am part is now for us that we're older and we can appreciate sex in our bodies and where we are. So I interviewed Black women, 40 years old and older, and just we just had a great conversation. It started off with everyone had to sign a consent form because I wanted people to, one, know how serious I was about doing this project. And two, I was getting into their personal intimate lives, and I wanted them to know what we were doing together, this partnership that we were building together. And then you had to, once the consent form was signed and I received it, you had to complete a questionnaire. And it was 20 questions, 20 serious questions in this questionnaire. And once that questionnaire was completed and submitted back to me, we scheduled an interview. So me and that individual can sit down either face-to-face, -face, by phone, or on a Zoom chat, and we can go over that questionnaire. And I would ask additional questions, and they would, of course, give additional information and be a little bit more clear on their explanations. But overall, I wanted to see where were we as Black women, 40 years old and older. Let's take a look at our sexual journey, our past where we are currently, and what did we want our sexual future to look like? And so that's what Thank You Ma'am is going to tell everyone. Mm. Was this um, my question? I have a train that goes past me. I am so sorry, everybody. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. It, it adds mystery to <laughs> I was like, what the hell is that? This yeah, is but... <laughs> every day, all day. So I and and honestly, I can't even see it. And that's how far it is from me, but it always sounds so close. So I apologize for that. That's no problem whatsoever. Believe me, I had um I had for the last for the first year and some of the show, I was I was living alone. I was living um I was in a in an apartment where um for those of you who are, are new to the show i live i've i've been i've been born raised and still live in barbados and my um and i have been and where i was living there were a lot of chickens oh um, walking wow. around. you know a lot of chickens walking around on the outside and uh, um and i and i i because of course i can't mute the chickens yeah. <laughs> And at the time, I wasn't sure. I was I was not able to do editing, audio audio editing. I've I've since learned yeah. how to. Do. Yeah. At that point, I wasn't sure. I was just starting everything on my phone, you know. And so for year, for months and months, for like over a year, you know, almost near two years, um, you would hear this the chickens in the background. But to the point. That's kind of cool. That's kind of yeah. cool, though. I went to St. Thomas this year, twice this mm -hmm. year, and they have a lot of chickens. And I got so used to waking up to the chickens and the roosters. It's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, they wake you up and they wake you up in the morning, and sometimes they're like three in the morning. They wake you up and all sorts of stuff. But I got to the point where uh, my queen and I um, collectively called them the Colonel. You know, like the one generic name for them, the Colonel, like it's KFC. The, the Colonel yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. So, so uh, what I did is I in, I introduced the Colonel into the show, and I I you know at one point in time. Um, at one point in time, the 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 chicken was right under my window, like it was so loud, and I had to, and I was like, okay, he really wants to say something, you know, t- talking to the audience. So you know, you know, breaking the fourth wall kind of thing. So I'm totally understanding about you know the 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 uh, the, the ambient noise. As you said, it does it, it does leave a bit of mystery. It's, uh, people oh, gonna yeah. what's 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 that? But. Yeah, so get back on point though. Um, you know, I'm definitely loving how, you know, and um, the the book the book is coming about. My question was gonna be, uh, as you said, as you were talking about going to school, I just wondered if this was a part of your. Did, was this a personal thing? Well, was it only a personal thing, or did you do it as part of like a thesis for your school? I would school. love to do it as a part of my thesis. Now, I don't know when that's going to, um, it is school lasts forever. I was going for my doctoral degree. And mm-hmm. so I took this year off because I had some surgery. And um, then we had some things, unfortunately, happen at my place of employment where I'm going to need to be a little bit more responsible at work. Mm-hmm. Um, but Um, I would love to use this for my thesis because I think it's very important. As I told each of my participants, this is very important that the voice of the black woman, especially the older black woman, is heard when it comes to her sexuality. Once again, we get so many labels slapped on us that if we're going to have labels on us, We need to place them there ourselves if that's what we want. And the world needs to know that. The world needs to know that we are sexual beings, that we are sensual beings, that we're just not a happy fuck fest. You know, you just can't use our bodies. Our bodies are temples to us and are precious to us. And so many great conversations were had with this project. So I give a shout out to the 20 women who participated, answered those questions and who shared very intimate details with me. Those were one brave women that took a chance with me and they just spoke their truth and they were real, they were raw, they were honest, they were funny. They taught me so many things. And I pray that once I get finished getting the book formed together, that other women, young and old, will be able to read this and find themselves in it and be able to grow as well. So yeah, Yeah. some of the questions I ask, it includes um, young women, older women, and and there's even a question about um, men, for men in there as well. So I'm looking forward to it. It, it's a it's a tough project, but I, I'm but I'm loving it. I'm loving it, really. I'm on I'm on your <clears throat> excuse me. I'm on your Instagram right now, and yes. I'm looking at the I'm looking at some of the posts. Um, women want creativity in the bedroom. When you hit it from the box, snatch her wig off, and you wear it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a. <laughs> Let me explain. It was a play on that. But women do want creativity in the bedroom. I Mm. did speak with, like I said, I spoke to 20 women. I didn't want to make the project overwhelming. I Mm. didn't want to. um, I was also trying to think of the readers. You know, sometimes um, as writers, we want to give you all the information. We want to just hear, just wash you over in it. Well, washing you over can sometimes drown you. So I didn't want to drown the readers with too much information, but I did want to give them different perspectives. I talked to women who are um, gay and poly, women who are just gay. I talked to women who are married. I talked to single women. I talked to women who are divorced. I talked to women who live across the United States and even one is out of the country. I talk to women that date older men, that date younger men. Um, 
you know, I talk to women that want to date out of their race. So you're getting a broad, I think, I believe you're getting a broad spectrum. Of course, we're not going to hit every single situation, but this gives you enough to work with. And like I said, these women were phenomenal. They were absolutely amazing. I couldn't have asked for a better group of women and I thank them over and over again. Um, But yeah, (laughs) when I'm going to tell you older black women, I don't know where the rumor started that when women in general get older, that they lack the desire for sex. I do understand that menopause and other medical issues can kick in sometimes. um, Maybe if someone is on medication, sometimes they lack desire just because maybe they don't have a creative lover or a good lover. So there are a number of reasons why an older woman wouldn't want to have sex or she doesn't have sex. But the women that I talk to that are sexy, that are intelligent, that are beautiful, baby, they ready to lay it down. They ready to get some <laughs> something, something going on. <laughs> Well, I I will say this um, from a, a local and regional perspective. One of the re- one of the things that we find um, in this community is because this because Barbados and the Caribbean is um, rumored, and I use that word um, loosely, but rumored to, to still be a, a Christian society. Um, yeah. What what you would find that a lot of older women basically they shut off they they shut off the sex yes and say this this belongs to the lord no and yes and i did speak with women who fight that because you have women who are true believers they do attend church and now they have to battle i'm single and i want sex and so you have to you have to come to some agreement within self. And this is between you and God, where you say, you know, one woman said, I don't know why he would have created something so beautiful, such as love making and sex. And then we not be allowed to have it unless Mm. we're married because every Mm -hmm. woman is not going to get married. Indeed. 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 I mean, I, I personally, I personally, um, I grew up in the church and, Mm -hmm. I did. I know people laud me um, for this, but I I no longer see it as a badge of honor. But yeah, I I I resisted all the temptations and I did everything right and got married and had my first sexual penetrative experience uh, on the on the marriage bed. But I can tell you the I can tell you the truth. I literally was like after that event, I was like, is this what I waited for? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You, and, and you know what? I believe you and I've had that conversation before. Yes, we have. Yeah. Yes, we have. Yeah. Yes, we have. And so some women are just battling um, between religion and their sexual lives. And it does become a real challenge for them. But there's something that they're saying, you know what? I have to get through this. So how each woman gets through it, I can't. Um, I can't give you anything definite. So if there's a woman out there who's listening, I can't give you anything definite because that's between you, yourself and Mm -hmm. the Lord actually, and how you actually feel and how you get through that. Indeed. Um, Indeed. But like I said, there were a few women who I talked to um, who are interviewed who, yes, they did have that, that challenge. And so they're just continuously working through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause yeah, like I, I somebody asked me the other day. You know, um, I had an interview just this week. Um, I was on the other end being interviewed, and uh, they asked about how how I got inspired for my books and and how did I start writing erotica, and uh, you know when I told them you know I started writing erotica at nineteen, and they asked why. I literally said, well, at the time I was a Christian and I didn't, I wasn't having sex. So I had to find a way to get that uh, energy out. And it came out wow. in poetry. It came out in yeah. poetry, you know, so wow. it came out and that's how, that's how the erotica started. Um, going back temporarily for to the chocolate cocaine and the women in there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I will tell you this. I think you have had, uh, I think one of the women that you highlighted was Audrey Lord. Yeah. And I don't know if you know this, but Audrey Lord is one of, is the reason that I've, that I started writing my book, Erotica. Erotic. Beautiful, my, beautiful, beautiful artist. My, beautiful my, what she does. Indeed. I my first I think the decision to come out and this and I've been writing erotic poetry from you know like 1920, like I said. But that was basically like every other piece of poetry. It was just it was personal. But when I came out as an erotic artist, um, or uh, as a spoken word artist, I decided to focus on erotica because of her article on the uses of erotica, uh, a place of power. That particular, um, that particular essay that she wrote about erotica and and, and the uses of erotica as as a power as a power source, that is what got me writing erotica, and it got me writing as and, and it is the reason for my first book actually being named just simply erotic. And I don't know if people realize how difficult it is to be an erotic artist, um, <laughs> to be an erotic word artist. I don't know mm-hmm. about being a visual, an erotic visual artist. I don't know what challenges they face. And mm-hmm. if there are any erotic visual artists out there, please let's connect. Let's find each other and connect. But um for an erotic word artist. I don't know if people realize how difficult that is. And this is of course, just my opinion, but Mm -hmm. doing erotic spoken word and being an erotic author, I believe erotica is the hardest genre to write for. And the reason I say that is because we're um, invoking deep, intimate feelings. And if you cannot paint the proper picture with your words, that is going to leave somebody feeling mm, not too good, not too great, not fulfilling, Yeah, not just on a physical or emotional level, but also a mental level. So we yeah. touch a lot of, sen- we touch all the senses. All we- of it. Yeah, you can have a story where you're creating a scene and it speaks about maybe what someone is cooking or maybe the candles that they've lit lit, or the incense Mm -hmm. that the aroma is wafting through the bedroom or the perfume or cologne that he or she is wearing. You have to paint that picture and make that reader or even that listener, if you're speaking it, hear it, feel it, see it, smell it. And so yeah. a lot of times people just think as long as they can write dick pussy fuck that they're an erotic artist. I'm here to tell you, no, ma'am, no, sir, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> it is some skill to this. It's true. It's, it's true. Skill it's, to this. So yes, it is. And it's not, and it ain't easy. You are absolutely correct. The poems might roll off my tongue and might roll off my pen, but it's take a while to get to that point. You it know, does. personally, personally, I I do not, and I know people who say, um, write every day. There are people who say, um, you know, to do, a, to, you know, write a book or to do, to, to write this, to, to finish a project. You know, you write every day. You don't work, you don't wait on inspiration. And I get that from a technical perspective, right? But as you said, as an erotic writer, I have to be in the moment. And being in the moment allows me to, I, I'm literally describing what I'm feeling. And also for anyone who wants to be in the erotic arena, who wants to join the erotic spoken word world or the erotic writer world, Mm -hmm. you need to not only know Black erotica, you need to know erotica from other races. You need to see the perspective from other artists that aren't in your circle. And a lot of people just stick with the same, maybe the same, let's just say Black erotic writers that's cool but it's like you don't want to take your car to a mechanic and all he does is work on an Oldsmobile and you have a you know a a Ford or something you know what I'm saying so you you have to be well-rounded now that's not to say that you have to like the other work it's Mm. just good to know and good to be able to say I read that and that's not my my thing 
but right. I know who that person is, or I've read their work, or mm-hmm. I see that style that they're mm-hmm. trying to do, or yeah. and I can take a little bit of this and maybe add it to mine. But you have to learn how to be a well-versed erotic artist. So well, I, I totally agree with that. I will tell you for sure. One of my favorite authors, erotic authors, her name is um Nadine Catalan Catalano. Catalano, oh my God, her, her books, right? Her books. Listen to me. I can tell you. I can tell you. I can tell you a secret. I can, I was married at a time, and I remember reading her one of her books, and like the first book was the Black Ink trilogy. The first three books, the Black Ink trilogy, and I remember reading the first one, and I I had to like in the middle of a sex scene, I had to put it down, wake up the wake up the wife and and fuck because it was just so intense. I had to wait. I had to wait for like, yeah, we have to have sex like right now because <laughs> I love it. See, but that comes from what you weren't hearing her, but you were reading what she was saying. Yes. And she painted such a strong picture for, for you yeah. that it evoked all of those feelings. And that's a part of what I'm saying. Like, if you're going to do this work, you need to fall into it, drown in it, be able to touch it, smell it, see it, taste mm-hmm. it, and and do it some justice when you're bringing it to others. Because if not, and you have loopholes and 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 you're failing, it's going to show. And people don't like. And the audience also they need to educate themselves on what good erotica is. And I know that's hard to do if that's not your thing. But if you're going to read it, in that case, that's like going out to eat. Just because somebody fixed the steak doesn't mean that it's always going to be good. Uh, I got I I got bad experiences for my birthday on the school bus steak, but that's another topic for another day. (laughs) Went in for a steak and the man did not the man did not season it at all. And when I but it looked good, didn't it? What? It, it was perfectly, it looked perfect. It had yeah, no taste. Exactly. No t- <laughs> exactly. So if you're going to see an erotic, some erotic work for all your listeners, if you're going to see erotic work, just because it looks good doesn't mean that it's going to taste good. <laughs> and you were speaking about, you were speaking about books um, and very old book. I think I did a write-up on it, but a very old book was called Erotic Noir and Black yes. Erotica. That yes. was my erotic Bible. If you do not have that book on your shelf, whether you're a writer or just someone who enjoys erotica, you need to get Black Erotica on your shelf. It's a very old book. And when I say old, I'm thinking this came out like back in the 90s. Um, but it is a collection of short stories and poems, and there are so many good writers in there. Some are well-known writers that are in there as well, and it is just a really good compilation of really good erotic, right, Black erotic writing. So, um, I say get that one. That was my book that I think even Terry McMillan wrote something. And I know a lot of times people think of Terry McMillan, they think of Waiting to Exhale and um, How Stella Got a Groove Back. But she mm-hmm. has some, a few, not a lot, but she has a few erotic pieces in that book. So if you can get your hands on that, I promise you, your night reading is going to be an adventure. Right, right, right. Well, I'm definitely, definitely gonna. I I've heard about it over the years. I um and I never, I never thought about going for it. So I'm gonna add that to my list. Definitely. I, and I did. I am going to uh, send you the link to um, the chocolate cocaine uh, write up yes. on that. Mm-hmm. So at least you can put that on your radar and maybe get a hold of it later. But yes, go. Yeah. for it that's huge that's a i call that the erotic bible and i can imagine why because i i you know definitely i i um i'm all excited because i love to i love to um you know i love to read um erotica 
and as you say, immerse myself in erotica. Yeah. And I spoke, I spoke to, I spoke to um, Catalano because she she really turned me on, not just in terms of her, um, not just in terms of the the sex scenes, but her writing style exactly. and um, and being and she's not black. But that, you know, that didn't, that didn't pull, that did, that wasn't an issue for me. But, right, you know, just, right. but, and I actually used her, I, I used her, um, how she wrote her book inspired me to write, um, as, as one of the reasons how I, why I wrote, um, Rain the way I did. Yes. Um, my book, um, Make It Rain, there's, it has a dual, it has a dual point of view and um the main most of it is uh, the first the, the main character then the female character then the male character and it goes back and forth like that and it got and i got that the first time i ever um read a book that had dual point of view was reading black um the, the black ink trilogy so that's what inspired me in um, to write in that style first person point of view um, multiple personalities, multiple viewpoints, and that's the first time I ever wrote a poem, um, a book. Um, every time, first time I read a book like that, and it got me really. It that's what got the book uh, written the way it is. So she's right, people. When you when you ex, when you expand your knowledge, you find you find ways of gleaning and taking. Okay, I'll take a bit of this, and I'll take a bit of that, and what it does, it helps you build your own voice. Um, yes. When yes. you come as a, when you come as a first time author, you do a lot of copying because you don't know your own voice yet. But as you but as you um, you see and you emulate people that you like, what happens then? Um, it starts to merge together, and you become you know who you are as a writer, um, and you know who you know the words and the the, the voice that you have as a writer. And um, I'm gonna tell you another person that I loved was, and I'm. I always pronounced her name like this. So if I'm mispronouncing it, if anybody um, hears that I'm mispronouncing her name, one, it's not out of disrespect, but two, correct me. But um, Anis Nin, she was oh, a yes. and Cuban writer. Very yes. powerful. She had powerful words. So that's why I say be able to step out of your little comfort zone, your circle as a writer or just as an erotic lover and see who else is out there. And these people are from way in the past. When we talk about in the past, we're speaking of the early 1900s. <laughs> we're, you know, these people have been dead and gone, but their work lives on their words are still filled with color and passion and love and sex and so that's why it's important that if you're going to step into this genre that you step into it right because as an erotic spoken word artist or a former one i have met some people and they always say oh i do that too and then when you hear them you're like mm, yeah bro we need to take you to school <laughs> And learn how to mature. I have a huge problem with artists that don't mature, right. that don't grow with the times, their audience. And even if their audience don't grow, you have to make your audience grow. Yes, yes, yes. You have to figure out how to make your audience grow. Because if you grow, they grow. And right. so, yeah. If you grow, I, if you grow, they they either grow or change, and change yeah. in the sense that you either they either um okay I don't want I don't like this anymore and they leave, but then more people come to fill their place or they mature along with you. Right. So either way, everybody right. wins. Right. So that's why um I say this is one of the hardest genres. Now somebody else I'm sure would dispute me or battle me out and say, no, this genre over here is harder, but this is all my opinion. It's not a competition or a battle, mm -hmm. <laughs> but just from my experience, it's difficult for me to, and I hear back from people. So if someone has read a poem or a story that I wrote and they told me that they jacked off to it, damn it, I must be doing something right. Damn straight. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I ain't gonna lie, that does turn me on. When I hear, 
when they hear that you've that you've been you've been turned on to the point where you've made yourself come to my words. Yeah. And, and then on top of that, I mean, I've 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 accepted my that my voice that my voice is um, a part of that package. Right. Um, right. Because, right. Um, um, because I used to I I've heard I've heard over the years. Everybody has said, um, everybody has said your voice this and your voice that. And uh, honestly, I took it with a pinch of salt because yeah. I'm thinking 99% of the people that said that are not from Barbados. So I'm thinking, okay, it's not my voice. You're just, you're just turned on by my accent. By the accent. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm like, I, I, I mean, I accept it and I say, thank you. You know what I mean? But like in the back of my mind, I'm like, you're just turned on by the accent. Anybody who has the same accent, you're going to get turned on by. That but, is funny. But then, but then two things happen. My queen told me, who does not live in Barbados, she's actually from Detroit. She actually said to me, um, no, it's not just any old, you know, any old Barbadian accent. Because she obviously, she, would, she and I would have been talking on the phone over the years or whatever the case is. And she has heard other people with obviously from Barbados in the background yeah. when I'm speaking. And she's like, no, no, it's your voice. It's, it's your, your voice. voice. I think I, um, what people like about me is not just the writing, but I do post pictures sometimes. And so every once in a while, I'll get somebody that's like, I'm not going to lie. You made me get in my feelings about that picture you posted. But it's not, It's they're not... Um, and you tell me, because you're a man, they're not like raunchy pictures. I don't think that they're raunchy. I think that they're classy or um, I yeah. give a classic twist to it. And then. Yeah, there are very, there are very sensual. The word you're looking for is sensual photos. For me, they're sensual photos. They're not raunchy at all. Not that there's anything yeah. wrong with raunchy. No, it's I nothing wrong with that. But well, sometimes people equate Oh, she had to have her legs gapped open and she had to, you know, be in a particular mm -hmm. position. And that's why people are probably liking it. But no, it's really not. Sometimes it, you can't even see the real body parts and it's just me with a shoulder out. You know? yep. <laughs> people are like, oh, my God, that's that is so amazing. So I'm that making it. That's the, height of, that's the height of sensuality, right? Yeah, I, I was telling somebody, I said, I may get to the point where I started selling my pictures, like framing them or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, if you do, let me know, because I will save and bite them. I can tell you that. Like, make them in the art or something. Yeah, so, yeah, come on, y'all. Let's do that. Like, yeah, let's do that with my photos and see what we can come up with. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm having this good time on this um, erotic journey. I think I've grown over the years. Mm -hmm. um, I think that um, I love playing around with it. I think that the people who have followed me for as long as they have, they appreciate me. But most importantly, they trust me. And uh -huh. that's huge to me. Um, and like I said, going back to the Thank You Man project that I'm working on, I had 20 women trust me with a lot of details of their lives. Um, some had to discuss molestations. Mm -hmm. Some had to discuss their lack of, um, whether it be lacking from a mate or maybe their just desire, their desires are low at this time. And some of these women did not know me because I put this call out on social media and somebody told somebody, so they do not know me, but they trusted me. And that's huge. And that's why I keep saying thank you because without them this project would not be going on i would have had to come up with something I, i'm that intelligent but this particular project would not be going on without those 20 women and everyone for the record everyone is remaining confidential i did promise those who wanted to use a nickname another name whatever they did not have to use their real name so when you do get the book when i finally get that published you won't be seeing their real names so it's not going to be if it's betty that's not her real name and I'm, i'll make that clear because i wanted right. women to feel comfortable but i'm also flipping this i'm also flipping this i am going to be putting out a call for black men 40 years and older and i want to know 
about your sexual journey. And I want to interview you and see where you are and what your needs are and what you've been going through. My women were strong boys. I'm going to tell y'all that now. When I use the word boys, I don't want anybody to think I'm belittling them. I just want you to know I just use girls and boys all the time. But I need to know where are the fellas? Where are my boys at when it comes to their sex? Especially some of my women were saying that as the men get older, they're fighting erectile dysfunction. How are you dealing with that, gentlemen? Mm-hmm. Well, you, 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 yeah, you, I was going to, I was just waiting for the, um, this is perfect because I was just about to try to segue into that, um, you know, to, 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 you know, ask about if you were doing something for men as well, because, you oh, know, yeah. So that's this is perfect. You know, this is yeah. one of the things I love. This is one of the things I love about organic conversations. They just flow where they're supposed to flow, you know. Um, so that's definitely and I'll say up front and I'll say um I'll say up front, I'll say it publicly. I um I'm 43, so yeah, send me send me the link. I'm putting I, you on the list right now. <laughs> so I want to get 20 because I want to make it even on both sides, 20 women and 20 men. I would like to get 20 black men, 40 years old and older, who would like to connect and be honest and truthful. And you too can remain anonymous because I want people to feel comfortable knowing that I'm not going to say, yep, that was Jake Smith that said his wife don't know how to give head and he tired. You know, (laughs) I don't want to, I don't want to break up marriages, relationships or make anybody feel bad, but you two can remain um, anonymous. You two will have to sign a consent form. You will also have to do the questionnaire and the questionnaire is online and then it comes back to me. So I need 20 serious men who want to do this. Um, well, nineteen, no, because you got me. 19. So nineteen. Well, and then eighteen, because I, I had somebody else last week, so I need eighteen. <laughs> but, yeah. So this this number is dwindling down quick for me, and not to even start at that side yet. But um, yeah, and everybody can find me either on Instagram at I am Karma Eve, or they can email me at Karma Eve at gmail.com um, or you can go to chocolate-cocaine.com. Any and everybody, I'm always open for discussions. I always want to connect. If there, I always want to connect with other erotic artists out there just because we always need to know who is who and to try to promote and support as much as possible. But yeah, yes, man, yes. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> well that's that's awesome that's awesome well as this to me has been a great reintroduction to um my to my podcast yeah i i two weeks ago i had um i did one um with a not with a local author who 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 spoke more about relationships specifically specifically relationship rather than erotic uh but yeah. uh, i would i really do consider this to be my first time back in the saddle of of doing a, a podcast like i'm accustomed with my phone and recording recording for a, an audio so this to me is a great reintroduction into the web spot um, i am so happy for you i appreciate you because you always think of me in some way shape or form so i greatly appreciate you and i just know that we're going to always stay connected and keep doing stuff like this. It's, yeah. it's yes. always been good. It has always yeah. been nothing but positivity from you. So I love it. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I mean, from 2014 to 2021 and beyond. Like, oh. Oh, Lord, you making me feel <laughs> old. <laughs> that's, that's all right. I, like, I love older women, so that's quite fine. That's, that's- <laughs> Yeah, and that's a that's a conversation we'll have to have one day. We would definitely have to talk about the cougar and the cub relationship, how yes. that works, 
why that works because i know when i was in my 20s i ain't want no old man what is going <laughs> on it's like i am a young man magnet no i, I cannot get older men to talk to me to mm. save my life but i tell you these 20 year olds they shooting shots arrows throwing bowling <laughs> balls <laughs> I'm like, baby, you the same age as my son. What is going on? Well, it, I think it. Uh, uh, we do actually. I think it will. It would be a great idea to have you back on the show to actually talk about that dynamic specifically. That's a yes. great idea. Yes, but I am so willing to do that because I need answers. This is. It's not like I've been old all my life and I know the ropes. This is new to me. <laughs> and then I'm like, where are the older me and my age? Like, none of them talk to me. They're looking for young women. That's that's uh, just letting you know. They're looking for the young girls. They, it's the opposite way around. The older, men, the older men want the young girls and the young men want the older women. That's Holy pretty much. <laughs> crap. It is confusing as hell. I need to hurry up get married so i can get out this single pool <laughs> but yeah we definitely gonna have that conversation and we can talk about that off air to plan another um, another session of, of recording and i'll yes. definitely do that for sure but, but i mean but but um i i find i find that what and i'm and i like i said i'm also over 40 so i but i can tell that the younger ones, the younger men like the idea of having an older woman teach them the ropes kind of thing. It's like, um, they, they, they like the idea of, uh, because the older women are, 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 and I find that even the younger women, um, the, the younger generation basically looks to the older because they've seen the, the people on their level as immature. And that's basically what it boils down to. I'm like, oh Lord have mercy. I just, <laughs> Uh, you know, and, and I have to tell them because, you know, young guys have like told me I love you. And I'm like, no, you don't. No, <laughs> no, you don't. I'm like, bruh, just you're going to want somebody one day that looks like you. And I cannot do that for you. Even if I could, this factory is shut down, torn down. It's been gentrified. So, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> So I can't push no babies out for you. I don't even want to. Lord, I'm loving my single life. No. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I, so, yeah, we're definitely going to have to get in, into that. And I may bring some situations to you that you can better explain to me as a man. <laughs> as a young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do that. We can do that. So this is part one. Uh, we can plan part two. This part right. two. If part two is next week, whatever, but we can sit down, we can plan that. So look out, even if part yes. one and part two are are, are, are are spaced by a week or two, we definitely having a part two yes. of this conversation. Yes, definitely. yes, yes. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, like I said, Miss Karma Eve, this has been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure always, always uh, hooking up with you, always connecting. And this, Thank like you. I said, we're, re-entry into the wet spot for me is yes. uh, never been it could have never gone better could have never gone better so for sure as we've said there's a there you can check her out on chocolates uh hyphen cocaine.com um you can email her uh, i am uh, you can check her on ig i am karma eve and uh, you can check her out on her email. What's the email again? Sorry. Karma Eve at gmail.com. Karma Eve at gmail.com. Right. So these are the ways you can contact her. If you are like me and you're a, you're a man that wants to have a conversation about sexuality, um, you, you can hit her up at all of these things. You can check her out. You, um, when is the book coming out? What's, what's the book? Smoked. I am, it's going to be hopefully next year, early part of next year, because I just had my deadline September 12th for all of my interviews. So we're in the writing stage right now. I'm giving myself to the end of the year and then we're moving on to the big stuff. Well, I'll, I, I'll shameless plug, shameless plug. I do. I, my, my company is an editing company, a publishing, publishing, self-publishing company. So I know. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're ready, you know where to find me. Yes, sir. I do. 
Yes, so because that's definitely something that I would love to put onto my roster. Something that Passionate Words has um, been a part of, um, not just. Um, you know, we do all sorts of genres, but that's another conversation for another time. We can spend a, we can spend another hour talking about that. Yes. And um, <laughs> so, this has been the wet spot. This has been the wet spot once again for another week. We've been talking to Miss Karma Eve. It's been an awesome interview. Part two will come uh, um, either next week or a week after, sometime soon. You can check us out. But like I said. This has been The Wet Spot. We will see you again next week. Later. Thank you. This has been another episode of The Wet Spot. I am your host, Passion Poet. You can contact us at the Wet Spot podcast at gmail.com that's the wet the two t's spot podcast at gmail.com or you can check us out on our instagram page the dot wet the two t's dot spot dot podcast i know it's a mouthful i'll say it again the dot wet two t's dot spot dot podcast that's our instagram page if you wish you can contact me bajan passion poet on instagram at bajan dot passion poet at bajan b-a-j-a-n dot passion poet on instagram thank you once again for being a part of our show. See you next time. Let's get wet.